The Travelling Tribe, a podcast for those who crave immersive and authentic family travel experiences, co-hosted by us, Amy and Marissa, sisters, travel lovers and mothers. Each episode, we'll interview travelling families around the globe, as well as game changers and thought leaders in the industry. We'll also share our personal travel experiences, tips and guides for exploring lesser known destinations and old favourites. And for mamas who crave much needed solo adventures like we do, we've got you covered too. If this challenging period in our history has taught us anything, it's that there's a lot to be said for simple, slow living and for genuinely connecting with the ones who matter most. Prior to the global pandemic, our next guest, Megan Pentland, and her husband Greg decided to pack up their home and pile into a 67 Bedford bus named Banjo with their four children and hit the road for a year-long adventure around Australia. Megan is the founder of successful bohemian fashion label Daughters of India and Greg owns a software company. Both had planned to work on the road and homeschool their children and then COVID-19 hit. Hi Megan, we're so excited to have you on the Travelling Tribe podcast. Thank you. Hi, guys. (laughs) Welcome. Hello. We've poured a glass of wine for tonight's chat as it's a Thursday night here. Oh, beautiful. (laughs) Ready to go. (laughs) Now, you guys are currently in Streaky Bay in South Australia where the kids are enrolled in school after your adventure took an unexpected turn. How are things going? And can you tell us a little bit about what life looks like for you at the moment? Oh, gosh. At the moment, we are parked up in our bus on the foreshore in Streaky Bay and yeah the kids have have been enrolled in school since COVID and all that happened and the kids don't want to leave. It's hard. It's so beautiful here. We've made some beautiful connections and yeah, everyone's happy. So you guys were obviously originally going on a a year-long adventure and then obviously the unexpected one could never have predicted um, this. Yes. So how did that play out with the schooling? Were you obviously planning on homeschooling and then how did they end up in school in Streaky Bay? Yeah, so we since um, January we've been homeschooling them, Mm -hmm. which to be honest, has been our biggest challenge of the trip. Mm. Um, (laughs) Homeschooling. uh, Giggle, giggle. (laughs) I just, yeah, totally underestimated it. Yeah. But, yeah, we got to Streaky Bay and lockdown happened. Streaky is a little tiny little coastal town. It's very remote. And we we were lucky in the way that things were kind of ticking on like normal. Mm-hmm. So they, the kids made some really beautiful connections with the local children and they went back to school and we thought, oh my gosh, our kids are going to be so bored without their friends. <laughs> yeah. And we, we just knew we were going to be here for a few months because of lockdown. So we just decided to put them into school. And how are they going? Yeah, I'm so proud of them. It was never on our list to put them into school anywhere. Yeah, just to, they've really blossomed and pushing their boundaries to even start a new school. Yeah, I was really proud of them. Yeah, it's been awesome. So is it a caravan park that you're staying in at the moment or is it a national national park? Yeah, we're in a caravan park. Yeah, okay. Yeah, there was a stage through lockdown when we were the only ones here. Wow. Yeah, it was crazy. Looks beautiful. Really I've been stalking your your yeah. feed and looking at your beautiful photos. You do a yeah, wonderful job. Really pretty. So yeah, maybe you. did you just want to let everyone know that's listening who's in your family to begin? Yeah. So my husband Greg and our children Jarvis. He is ten. Mabel, who's eight. Bonnie, who's six. And Greg's eldest daughter, who's almost fourteen. My stepdaughter Millie. 
Wow. And I guess if we can go back a little, can we talk a, a little bit about, I'm fascinated to know about your decision to embark on this adventure. Like you both run businesses. Were you craving a life with sort of less routine and pressure, craving sort of those more real life experiences and like true quality time with your kids? Yeah, 100%. I think for me, it started oh, the beginning of 2018. Mm-hmm. And Bonnie, our youngest, started school. And the same year, our eldest started high school. Oh. And, you know, as parents, it was just a huge moment for me. Mm-hmm. And I just thought time is actually like it's not on our side. And I just wanted to bundle them up and wrap them up and just <laughs> escape with them. I just, yeah. oh, I don't know. Just, yeah, it just hit me like a ton of bricks. Like I just, life is just so precious Mm -hmm. and going so fast. And I just wanted to hit the road and just spend that quality time with them. And your hubby was open to that too, obviously. Yeah, (laughs) it took a bit of twist. Like when I threw it at him, he was just like, here we go, Megan, another one of her ideas. And I just kept pushing for it and kept pushing for it until we made it our priority. And then, yeah, it took us about a year. We set the date, you know, the beginning of 2020 and we hit the road. Amazing. And tell us about Banjo, the bus. Um, Amazing name, by the way. Um, But it's also incredibly stylish. So tell us how you found Banjo. I saw you did a bit of a renovation. And how do you all go living, like six of you living in a a bus? Yeah, so I guess at the beginning, when we were planning the trip, we were tossing up, you know, whether to get a four-wheel drive and a caravan or but we both envisioned it in an old bus. So we spent a good six eight, 10 months, quite a long time, really, just looking Australia-wide for a bus. And one day my girlfriend rang me and we were meeting each other down in Byron and she rang and she said, have you seen that old bus on the side of the road? And I was like, no, I I would have seen that. I would have seen it on Gumtree, blah, blah, blah. And there, lo and behold, five minutes from my house, there was Banjo on the side of the road for sale. Couldn't believe it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it was really awesome. We bought it off an older couple. They were in their 80s and they'd had it for about 30 years. So yeah, they were really happy to pass it on to a family and you know, want to make some good memories in it. Wow. And yeah. So was it already set up as like a living space? You just sort of added your yeah, creative yeah. flair. So it was, yeah. it had everything already in it, you know, the toilet, shower, everything like that. All we had to do was put in the bunks because it was a bit tricky to try and sleep six of us. But mm. we just took out a lot of the cupboards and put in some bunks, lick of paint and a bit of our own style. And yeah, it's done us so well. Oh, she's pretty, or he yeah. invented. <laughs> um, we know a lot of our audience um, obviously would dream of taking off and traveling with their families like you guys are. Yeah. Um, what a wonderful gift to your kids. How long does it take to sort of plan and budget for a trip like this? When what were your original yeah. plans, obviously pre-COVID? Like where we what we where were yeah. you wanting to go? So we had Greg and I are terrible planners. So <laughs> we pretty much had no plan yeah. other than we were gonna go south and try and do a lap type thing in the way of budgets we're both pretty lucky we can both work on the road so we you know we didn't save a lot for it we just sort of living how we would live back home Mm -hmm. but um, without the mortgage Mm -hmm. you know paying the mortgage and you know spending it on caravan parks and national parks instead so wow so did you rent your house out back at home, did you? Yeah, to help that's you? all rented out, yeah, yeah which is nice. Okay, so your plans were to do a loop yeah. but no real areas marked out on your map Not one. Actually funny, there is one and it is Streaky Bay. And oh. yeah, it's funny because I spent a lot of my childhood um, holidays here 
and I also moved here when I was 19. No way. And I was, yeah, I was living in my van then and we ended up stuck here, happily stuck here there, back then. Oh, and it was where wow. I always wanted to bring Greg and the kids. And it's just so funny that, you know, we've been happily stuck here for two and a half months. So I kind of planned that. Are you from South Australia, Megan? I'm from South Australia, yeah. yeah. So can you share, obviously, apart from Streaky Bay, which Mm -hmm. is definitely obviously a highlight for you guys, can you share Mm -hmm. any beautiful other locations you've visited so far? Anywhere that surprised you? Oh, see, I haven't been anywhere past um, Sydney. So all of that stretch was stunning, even with, you know, we had the fires at the beginning of the year. Yes. And like that was, you know, pretty in your face, but it was beautiful at the same time because a lot of greenery was, a lot of the regrowth was coming back. Did you happen to go to Seal Rocks on the way down? Oh, love Seal Rocks. That's my favourite spot in Oz. Oh, I can Mm. imagine you there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we actually just spent Christmas there. We did. Yeah, last year. Yeah, Yeah, we we camped. Yep. It was beautiful. Oh, where did you stay? In the caravan parks there? Yes. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful. There's so many wonderful little coastal towns all the way down the coast, so isn't there? Oh, that's it. It's so spoiled. And they're so yep. close. Yes. Whereas yes. when you start getting across to the west, you, you're doing bigger drives in between. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you plan on, do you feel like, obviously, given the current situation, do you plan on, like, extending it for cheeky few months extra? <laughs> I know, right? It's yeah. so funny. Like, at the, <laughs> you know, before we left, I was... Greg would go to me, Megan, this is only for 12 months. I don't get any ideas. Yeah. He's just relaxed so much in the last few months. Mm. And he's like, yeah, we'll just see what happens. We'll just see what happens. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm pushing Aww. to. <laughs> uh, well, that brings us, I guess, I would love to know. So you obviously own your own business, Daughters of India, which is a beautiful yeah. bohemian clothing label. And Greg also has his own business. Yeah. He owns a software company. Yeah. So I guess as a business owner, because we both work for ourselves as well, and I guess it's the dream to be able to still work and do what you love, but to be able to do it from anywhere. So I'd love to know how on earth you're running your companies while you're on the road <laughs> with your children. Yeah, it's incredible that you can take off and keep your business running. So how do you do it? Well, I think it's the beauty of the modern world now, right? Like well, my business is completely run through WhatsApp or emails or yeah. So I sort of feel like I'm doing the same thing I was doing back home, but just on the road. Although since leaving, I have welcomed a couple of ladies into the team and they're back on the Gold Coast who were doing all my shipping and all that sort of thing from the warehouse. So it's given me actually a lot more time to be creative and just spend more time with the dressmakers in India and that sort of thing. So, yeah, and I sort of feel like I'm cheating at the moment now because the kids are at school. So Greg and I actually get the days to ourselves. So that's been, we've been a bit spoiled by that. How lovely. I know, that's never (laughs) happened. (laughs) Yeah, date day every day. Yeah, lucky you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was going to be my next question. So what do you do? What do you do do with your time? But maybe, you know. There is not much privacy in a bus. No. I've got one kid sleeping over, like her bunk, Bonnie's bunk is above our feet. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) It's cozy. You're very. How how have your kids been enjoying this adventure? I'm very impressed by their resilience and the ability to just go to a different school whilst travelling. Have you noticed a change in your kids since you've embarked on your adventure? 
Mm, 100%. How so? Especially with Jarvis. So he was so negative towards the trip. He didn't want to leave. He's a kid that he hates change. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's the one that's sort of blossoming the most. Uh, I never thought that he would have the courage to go to a new school and just so proud of him. Yeah, wow. Yeah, he's thriving. Yeah, all of them, they're just really, they're all so happy. They're meeting kids, you know, pushes them out of their comfort zone, I guess. You know, we're out in out in nature all the time, outdoors. Yeah, it's been really beautiful. And are you low tech? Like, do the kids just enjoy being outdoors all the time or do you have a con? Oh, I would be lying if I said <laughs> <laughs> they love a bit of screen time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but we try and keep that monitored, I guess. Yeah. But I don't mind them having a bit of screen time to chill out and Definitely. You know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> it just yeah. makes you want to get on the road. Well, we have one final question, really, that we're asking all of our guests. Can you share one of your most transformative travel experiences? And I know that you did a fair bit of travel before kids even. So, you know, one of those moments where you're overcome with emotion, gratitude, doesn't have to be this trip. Is there mm. anything that stands out for you? Yeah, I, I actually am going to say this trip though, because I probably closest to my heart at the moment, but I was just messaging with a friend the other day and yeah, like I, like at the moment, I feel like I'm rediscovering things about myself being on the road. Maybe, it, you know, I'm remembering times from when I was younger traveling and things like that, but I feel like right now being on the road, it's yeah, it gives you such a sense of freedom and just lots of self-discovery and thinking's going on. And It's pretty special. Definitely. I, yeah, I've done yeah. it with my husband in a sort of a converted old post van, but that was pre-kids for yeah. five months, but there's nothing like that that feeling but um I admire you doing it with little ones in tow <laughs> yeah just want to give them a sense of adventure you know mm. and just show them that that there isn't just one way of living or you know we don't have to live this way or we've met so many so so many different characters on the road which has opened their eyes to how people live and I love mm. that and I think too just not having any real plans as well. I've done the one month on the road with my family in an RV, mm. but to have the whole year with no real plans. Well, you guys know what it's like. How busy are our lives with kids, you know? Mm -hmm. Like weekends are filled with birthday parties and activities and it's all great mm -hmm. stuff. Like, oh, we've got a great life, but just to slow it down and just be with our family has been yeah, the best thing like we could have ever done, really. One hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, good for you. I'm so happy for you. Make it last forever. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say we're not likely to see you back here anytime soon, are we? No. <laughs> oh, I know, but we are so lucky to call home our home. So very grateful. Thank you so much for your time tonight. Oh, thank you, ladies. Enjoy Thanks the rest of your me. wine and in your night yeah. on the beach. <laughs> Yeah, Lucky I the sky's very pink. Oh, enjoy every second. No, oh, thanks, girls. Thank you so right, much. Thanks, Megan. Talk See to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to our interview with the wonderful Megan Pentland. You can follow the family's epic adventures on Instagram at On the Road with Banjo and see Megan's beautiful designs at daughtersofindia.net. You can also head to our website, thetravelingtribe.co, for today's show notes. And if you enjoyed listening to today's podcast, feel free to share it with a friend or a fellow travel lover who may enjoy it too. Thanks for listening.